Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Growth on My Terms podcast and I am your host Janine Truitt coming at you for episode 13 from Sevilla, Spain. I say that with such emphasis because I am just beyond thrilled to be in this country and having this this trip in this time, which we'll we'll get into at a later date. <laughs> um, but I I am so happy to be here with you for episode 13. I would I, I probably should say sorry, but I'm not gonna say sorry for not being here uh, because it appears that many of you have still been listening, and for that I'm super honored because there is just like 12 measly little episodes. And I say that facetiously only because an episode is an episode and, and a podcast is a podcast. Nonetheless, whether I'm doing this weekly, monthly, or whenever I choose, that is my opinion and I'm sticking to it. I, you know, work and just life and all the things we talk about here uh, through Growth on My Terms are, you know, rip-roaring for 2019. And I find myself just prioritizing more what I need to get done day to day and also my energy. And what kind of, you know, pioneer would I be for you all? What kind of beacon would I be for you all if I was just kind of going with the flow of everybody else's hustle and bustle just to be able to keep up. I don't think that the whole premise of growing on your own terms would be as salient if I were living my life that way. And that is the point. The point is to be an example. So there is that. So episode 13, what are we going to talk about? I want to talk about relationships. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about and I've been thinking even more, I think, uh, acutely about it since I've arrived here in Spain because I'm here solo and I, you know, when you're solo and there's nobody in your ear to be talking to you about what's happening in the news or what's happening online or any myriad of things, you have a lot of time to evaluate yourself and your life and and how things are going. So let's talk this episode a bit about how to have healthy relationships or how you can be um, kind of setting the tone for your relationships so that they can be more healthy. So I will say that in the past, I have been one, even though I have a very fierce attitude and disposition, I find that a lot of my relationships have required me or I've allowed myself to bend to the whims of other people. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you know, if I, if if there's a party or if there's an event or a family thing and I knew damn well, I didn't want to be there. I kind of, you know, would still go and I would still show my face. Um, you know, if if somebody said something to me that I felt was out of turn, I would find a way to tell them that that wasn't pleasant or I would find a way to look over it or gloss over it 
in my own way without telling them exactly how I felt about this situation. And something about that is hella wrong. Like, let's just let me be very, very clear about that. Something about that's wrong. So for one, what I'm finding in this chapter of my life, all of three days from my birthday, my 36th birthday is, I don't want to be that gal. So I'm not saying I'm out here to hurt people's feelings or anything like that, but People are really quick to come and dump their shit on you if you allow them to. And they also, there's also this false sense currently. And I think some of it has to do with the digital, um, the digital aspect of life and, and humanity, right? So it's not technology's fault, but our fault. It's how we're choosing to use it is that people think that they should have access to you at all times. They feel like they should have access to you. They feel like they should have access to your thoughts and your opinions and your time and like all of these things. So I'll give you a for instance. I'm like I said, I'm here in Spain. Birthday gift to myself, gift to myself after six years of working ridiculously like stupid hard. Uh, to build talent think innovations and then some, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm taking time away, time away from my kids, time away from everything. I, I just, I can't be bothered, right? I'm here to, you know, enjoy myself and find myself at the same time. And so I had a family member who is aware of this trip, who felt it was prudent, I think, was either my, my, I think it was my second night to send me a text message in, in a way in which it felt like she was looking to gossip about another family member of, of ours. And, you know, to, if I'm honest at this point, I had smoked quite a bit of hookah. I'd had several drinks. Food had been high on hanging around with, I don't know, seven to eight other human beings for the duration of the day who were just absolutely lovely and intoxicating. And so as I settled myself a little bit, listening to my music and getting myself ready to go to flamenco dancing, I, I saw this message and I just was like, I love this person. I, I love her dearly. And yet I was just thoroughly annoyed with one, the lack of um, respect for where I was and what I was doing and what it meant to me. And two, that you'd think that you'd want to waste my time in something as fruitless as gossip about another family member who I also love. And it's like, what are you thinking? Are you bored? You know, are you are you that miserable? Like what what exactly is it? And, and, you know, even those two latter points are not of my concern in particular. That is her own journey and for her to figure out. But I ended up just responding, saying that, you know, basically, actually not basically, verbatim, I said, there are more important things to ponder in life than this particular situation. I said, I have become an observer of the situation and I wish the person well, and I continue to live my life happily. 
And I think that's the point that I want to get across in this particular episode is if you really, I mean, everybody says they want to be happy. Everybody says this with the exception of maybe a few who live their lives just not being that, right? Or don't care much about it. But most people want to be happy. And it's just been my observation that if you want to be happy, then you ought to. That's number one. You you ought to just be happy, right? Regardless of situations and finances and people and jobs and titles and prestige and all the things we look for to uh, layer on top of our lives that make it appear as if we're living the perfect existence, right? So if you want to be happy, be happy. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, but we don't get there if we don't have some parameters around our relationships. So in that particular situation, I, I love her dearly. And I won't even sit here and, and you know, lie and say that in the past we have not maybe indulged in some sort of gossip before. We certainly have. I mean, this, who hasn't? But, you know, your happiness and, and the things, the choices that you make for your life are literally moment to moment. They're moment to moment. So people get annoyed when in the very next moment you change, right? So I had written that and guess what? I got no response. Now, no response could have been she got tied up or no response in my gut or in my mind was like, you know, you didn't give me the answer that I wanted. I will never know for sure. I'm not going to really sit here and ruminate and worry about whether which one it was, A or B or C or D. It, It doesn't much matter. But I chose to put my happiness in the forefront in that moment. And I chose not to indulge in that particular act that she was or the road that she was leading me down. And this is how you set the tones for your relationships. You know, it's not because, oh, it's my mom and this is what she needs in this moment. I'm going to do it. If it doesn't align with who you are and what you need in that moment, it's probably not the action you need to take. In that particular case, I was getting ready to go to flamenco dancing. That was the priority. Being at the flamenco show, being there with people that I absolutely enjoyed for the first eight hours of the day was important. Having drinks with them after was important to me. The gossip back in the States not so much. And so, you know, she now knows that going forward, perhaps I'm not the individual in the family to come and gossip with about this particular situation. And hopefully, I say hopefully because I don't know if she's learned this lesson, but hopefully she will see how that was a selfish act in that moment to rob me of what is a wonderful experience here by adding a layer of negativity that really was kind of unnecessary. And so, you know, just really thinking and drawing on everything I've learned on this trip so far. And I've been here since, uh, when did I get here? I've been here since the 20th. So, 
you know, it just, it, it really is a moment to moment thing. And I think more of us just really need to be choosing what we want in every situation. I have a a new friend who shared this with me. You know, he said, Janine, what do you want? This is, you know, this new life you're building for yourself, this new chapter. The only question you need to be asking yourself every day is, what do you want? And every day, literally, since I've gotten here, and I've been asking myself this at home as well. It's not like it, I just crossed the Atlantic and it's, and it clicked for me. But while I've been here, I've been very intentional about asking myself this. What do I want? What do I want out of my relationships? Do I want people who are going to gossip about others? Do I want them super close to me? Do I want people who have super bad energy and always seem to have a problem for every solution around me? You know, do I want narcissists around me? Do I want complainers around me? Um, You know, how important is it how somebody treats me in my relationships? Yeah. So I had a, a situation with a friend where I was here, the vibe was right, and suddenly the vibe changed. And it was just like, yeah, that's not really where I'm at with it. So we're probably going to end the conversation. And it was nothing like important. I mean, don't get me wrong. If a friend or family member is going through something substantial and it isn't, you know, the happiest of situations, I don't care where I am on the globe. I will stop everything I have going on and I will tend to that person and I will grieve with that person and I will cry with that person and do whatever is needed to help them feel more human in that moment, right? But that's quite a bit different than when somebody is just actively trying to sabotage your happy when they see you're happy. Those are the kinds of things that I'm starting to look at more acutely in my relationships and decide, you know, whether that is something I want and I don't or not and starting to have some language around you know, how I, I'm going to start to distance myself from those situations. There's a prevailing thought, you know, going around now that, um, people like myself are talking so much positive and high vibes and good vibes that they're making it, you know, we're making it seem as if nobody can ever be sad or nobody can ever have a bad day. This is not what I'm saying at all, right? Even I have bad days, but even on those bad days, I try to find the good and and it helps because those bad days can get really, really bad if you allow your mind to just kind of spiral down that rabbit hole. And so I've gotten really an end. I am already aware of how powerful my thoughts and my mind are in terms of how those projections that haven't even happened yet can start to manifest some other bad things that I really don't want. So I, I'm i at a different place in terms of my own evolution when it comes to negativity. The other piece is, and I've shared this, I believe, on the Growth on My Terms IG page, is I am increasingly becoming what they call a highly sensitive person. I think I've been this person my entire life, um, but didn't have the language to discuss it, didn't know what to make of it. And I certainly didn't have any adults in my life who understood it 
enough to be able to explain it to me. So I know that now and I know that I absorb, you know, what other people are putting out and that I have to be so guarded in a, in a respect of, you know, my, my self care and, and myself period, the vessel that is me. So as to not kind of be drawn into whatever that vortex is in the moment. And so for the most part, my relationships are really great. I have actively in the past few years, I think because of the work that I've done on myself, I've started to attract a tribe of people and I continue to, even on this trip, which is so wild, uh, people who are aligned with where I'm going, what I'm doing. Some of them are miles ahead of me. Some of them are right where I'm at, but they're good souls. And yes, they all have difficulties And yes, they all have their bad days and their little quirks and things like that. But the goodness within them is what overshadows any of that negativity. And so for that reason, there are relationships, in my opinion, that are worth keeping around and in my life. There are some others, not very many, but there are some others that need some tweaking you know, like I, I will definitely be making sure that people understand that my time is my time. It's not your time. It's not when you call me that I must answer. It's not when you DM me or you message me that I may an- that I need to answer. You can DM and and text me fifteen times as to whether I received a message. I will get back to you when I'm ready to get back to you. It's really that simple. And every and and the interesting thing is. Everybody else operates this way, but when you've become a person that is known for rising to the occasion every time on other people's time, they get spoiled and then they get spoiled. And and when you decide to change, like I said, in the very next moment, they get angry. It's almost like, how dare you change? Yeah. So this is, you know, where I'm at. My time is precious My presence is precious. This is another thing. These are some things that you should be thinking about. My time is precious. My presence is precious. Now, I don't say that in a haughty manner. I just mean that if I have decided to sit down to dinner with you, or if I've decided to come and meet you for drinks, that is a precious thing. It's a precious thing. It's a precious thing that you show up as well, right? We are actively deciding in those particular moments to bless one another with our presences because it is a blessing. And so, you know, if you take it for granted, if you think that it is just a commodity, then that may be a relationship that I have to reconsider, right? When it comes to love and things like that, very sticky, and maybe we'll get into it in episode 14. But if I am pouring my love into you, I don't exactly respect it, expect it, excuse me, back in kind every moment of every day because otherwise, then that's not love. That's just, I don't know, control perhaps. But there should be some reciprocity. And most of my really positive relationships. There's reciprocity, maybe not daily, although in a lot of cases, yes, it's you give, I give, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, you know, or there's some exchange and that piece is another thing. If I don't feel like there's a 
good enough balance or exchange of energy between myself and whomever I'm choosing to actively have relationships with, what the hell is the point is where I'm at. This is, this is, these are things I'm pondering. And I look forward to some of you letting me know whether you're in a similar place or if you're thinking the same, but what would be the point, right? If I'm just giving, 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 I'm an 80s baby. So I'm just thinking like Care Bears and you know, like when the Care Bears would want to like defeat the villain, they would all like kind of come together and like their tummies would glow in rainbow or whatever their color was. And they just beam out all of this love to try to like defeat the villain, In human life, that is a very tiring process when you are constantly the beacon and all the light, all the colors, all the loveliness is coming out of you and you're receiving none of that back. It's kind of exhausting, depleting. So it's a lesson for me, of course, to learn what the balance is, the right balance is of how much I give in all of my relationships there's this act of giving and then allowing. And the allowing part is what I had an issue with. I was not always allowing myself to be given to. So that's changed. And um, it will continue to be a situation in which I will remain open to receiving and not always giving, giving, giving. But I am also looking at my relationships to see not specific percentages necessarily, but to see how people are operating in that manner, because I think it matters a whole lot. And of course, we can sit here and we can talk about self-love and filling your own cup. I get all of that, but we would be lying to ourselves if we didn't keep it 100% funky about the fact that we exist here to have these interactions with one another. Um, You know, unfortunately, with some expectation of reciprocity uh, at some point, this is the human experience. This is what we do. So, you know, that's if there's anything to get from this, I think that it's high time that we all stop bending ourselves and breaking in some cases because somebody is our parent, our sibling, a cousin, an aunt, um, a longtime friend just to be able to say, oh, I have a relationship with this person. Meanwhile, you feel depleted by this person. You feel depleted by the relationship and it's not consistently good. This doesn't make sense to me in 2019 and it's not healthy. And I also don't think it's sustainable. So, you know, the things I want you to remember from this particular episode is your time is precious. It is, and it's yours And it's a bank that we don't know when it's going to run out. And so you ought to really think about how you want to spend your moments. You ought to really think about who deserves your presence and who doesn't. There's a party and the majority of the people that are going to be at this party or get together are people that don't mean you well, or they're going to give you bad, you know, send you bad energy, or they're going to, you know, make remarks under their breath about you. Is that a place that truly deserves your presence? I can't answer that for you. For me, I will say no. And since I've been putting my foot down and saying no, it has been better for me. You have to decide for yourself, right? And then, 
you know, again, when it comes to your relationships, how much are you giving versus what you're getting? If you're always the giver and not getting, this is not healthy. You might want to start to work on yourself and really evaluate why you're putting out so much and yet never receiving. And when you do that deep work, I promise you, before you know it, you start attracting people who are so willing to give in different ways, you know, so there's no calculation of, okay, well, if I'm giving 50, you're giving 50, or if I'm giving 40, you're giving 60. It's just kind of this, uh, this, this vacillation between giving and allowing that happens a flow, if you will. And it's beautiful when it happens in your relationships organically, and you don't have to coach people on how to treat you. So that's where I was previously. I need you to be blah, 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 or I need you to treat me in this sort of way. And, you know, in that way, that gets tiring too, because now I'm coaching you. You know, I'm not, this is not an organic thing. Uh, And look, I may still have to make it plain in some of my relationships, romantic and otherwise, what specifically I need in order for it to happen. But I don't want to have to coach anybody friend, family, or otherwise about how to treat me. It's almost like we're at a certain age where we're people of a certain age. We need, we need to know these things or we need to be coming to the table with some of these skills, I feel. And I, I would encourage you to be this shrewd too, uh, or at a minimum start to implement some of these ideas into your daily life so that you can have better relationships, better people around you, and and have fun and find your joy and find your happy. I mean, there is happiness on your own. But then when you're with people who just get you and they feel like home and they there are tons of fun and you can share ideas even if they're not the same and you know, there's just a love and a respect, that is love on a whole nother level and it is something I'm completely here for and dedicated to. So That is all that I will say on that. I will be back with another episode soon. I have not been actively posting on the Growth on My Terms IG page and that I will get back to shortly as I, you know, kind of recalibrate my priorities and such. But I so appreciate all of you for continuing to listen to the podcast, even without new podcasts coming out regularly. And um, we will get together soon for another episode and some more ahas and insights as they come. All right. Be well, take care, and remember to always grow on your own terms. Take care. Bye.